A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. What? <laughs> That's it. I know. I was like, this is a bonus episode. <laughs> I didn't know how to. I'm Crystal Chanu. <laughs> I didn't know how to talk about crystals in a long form way. I'm the, I know. I was like, I, I can't even think of like a, what the, what, uh, like a, crystal <laughs> attribute would be either. yeah and i'm the salt of this because <laughs> Chris- the quartz point of yeah. this podcast because salt, yeah. salt is a crystal yeah mm-hmm. that that was like oh uh, it was one of those facts where i was like i think i knew that but now that i'm like reading it from, based upon a search of my own doing i was like wow good for salt Sugar is too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Like those rock candies. Oh, we're partying tonight. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just replaced our salt today. We bought kosher salt that was too rocky for my man. But I love it. 
It's like to big, coarse ground. It's like huge Ooh. chunks. It won't even come through the shaker is the main issue with this brand of kosher salt. But man, it's fun. Throw a couple of those on a mm-hmm. hard boiled egg. Just get that real. Ugh. Nice. Ooh, it I, does I, just I elevate things a little bit. Put it bit. on whipped cream. Oh, yeah. Salt? Yeah. Like coarse ground salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, just whipped cream or do you put it on a treat? I mean, I'm making a full sundae. But if I only have whipped cream, sure. A bowl, just a bowl of whipped cream. <laughs> I love a salted caramel. I just had a salted caramel bread pudding at the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like something with that salty sweet. Even like if I'm going to eat some cheese, I do like a little chocolate with it. Just to like... Well, I mean, salt is really. I sometimes I'm avoidant. I feel like because I feel like car- salted caramel had a moment, mm-hmm. and like I I really indulged whenever <laughs> that moment was, and so now I just kind of like avoid it. But I forget how good on anything sweet. Just that like yeah. coarse ground salt mm. when you just like get a thing. It doesn't even make it all salty. It just like. Mm makes your mouth come to life i never understood the point of salt to be totally honest with you because my parents are very uh scandinavian and so there's a lot of there's not a lot of spices my parent <laughs> my mom is a very good cook now and makes delicious food but growing up there was like no i i didn't know that it was the anti-salt yeah well also i think during our Maybe these '90s kids sort of things. Oh, like I feel low like low sodium, low sodium, and- no sodium salt was like viewed as like real bad. Same with fat. It was I mean, like yeah, yeah. Not supposed to eat it. It's bad. Salt's yeah. not good for you at all. Yeah, yeah. it tastes so good. Most so of good. the foods that have a lot of it are like, uh, like I used to love eating hot Cheetos, and you're, I when I when I look at the back of the bag, I never look at the sodium. It has. So more much. than your daily value in a bag. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. All oh, of that stuff is like, yeah. if you look at, um, Steve I mean, a big, recently, I get a big bag, not like the family size bag, but not the like tiny bag. Not a, not a, a midsize. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve looked at, um, the sodium in pickles recently. Oh yeah. Very uh, high. And oh. it's bananas. It's really? like so high where it was like the serving size. I think they even like lie, not lie, but it's like the serve. You never read. You assume a serving size is a, a pickle, pickle, yeah. And it, but it's like if you read it, it's not. And a whole pickle has like twenty thousand milligrams of salt. Or it's whatever. a ton like, of sodium. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's like the, a week's worth of sodium. Well, that's why in like, one pickle. Yes. That's why you don't like order picklebacks or like shit like that, where it's like it's not even worth it. Dude, I didn't even think about that until you just said that. And I used to drink picklebacks so much. And you get so bloated from the alcohol already, then you're adding salt. Ugh. Oh, my God. My mind is blown from this secret sodium. Like, a pic- yeah. Well, pickles are also kind of advertised as, like, healthy. It's just a cucumber They're, all it's rotted because up. there's no calorie in it that yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I could just eat a bunch of pickles. Oh. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I do it still. I mean, I love or do pickles. My, I love all pickles shit. My main yeah. sodium intake source was definitely the top ramen. I would. Well, the top ramen's crazy too. Yeah. I would eat, I mean, because I was on that like a dollar a day meal plan for like the early 20s and just be like two packs, throw it in the pot. But looking back on pictures, it's like, I'm like, oh, wow, I really cut down on drinking. It's like, mm, no, I cut down my top ramen. <laughs> Sodium blue. Like, you could just pop a pin in me, and I would just be the little salt umbrella lady, just like. <laughs> oh, I do like pickled anything, though. Pickled shit is. I'll make so you guys good. some pickled onions, or will I? I? I'm scared those. of the salt now. I love well, those. I guess if you're making it at home, it can't be as well, bad, Well, you right? can make it way better, I feel yeah. like. You can 
at least monitor what you're doing. I don't know. You also, you know, eat whatever you want. I'm not here to tell yeah, you what to exactly. do. Yeah, exactly. I mean. But again, sodium, be careful. Use wisely. Check your pickles. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, This is going to be our new interest for when we do uh, crystal only pods. We'll be like, we start up top with the sodium chat and then we dive. Lisa super- throws everyone off by yeah. not thinking of a nickname. <laughs> not having anything pulled up on Google. Uh, I just, oh, what I was just going to say. I was like, oh, I had a thing. What was I just going to say? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was about to say it's the last day of Mercury retrograde. It is. I mean, well, oh, I mean, tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Like, yeah. T- the last night. One more sleep. Mercury forward <laughs> Eve. <We're> on. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools, everyone. This oh, is yeah. the app. Yeah. Oh, wait. This is the real episode. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> And April Fools. Uh, gotcha. If, if you don't wear green, uh, we get to pinch you. <laughs> Dude, this is full of inaccurate facts I know. already. <laughs> I love it. Wait, we did we talk about St. Patrick's Day at all? Oh no. So. Okay, it's so unimportant. But thinking back, just because you said it, uh, St. Patrick's Day is like the wildest. That pinching wearing green. Oh, I hate St. Patrick's Day. I. <laughs> I hate it, it so, so much. much and i it's my least favorite holiday of all time it's not i it's mean horrible. it's like it's so not it's uh, <laughs> oh no, i it's, went to it's pilates evil. and i had worn my green leggings the day before and i was like should i just wear them again and then i put them on and i was like fuck this and yeah. i took them off and wore something else mm. what's weird is the pinching fear has soaked so deep into me for saint patrick's day uh <laughs> that i did wear like a multi-rainbow top just, just in, in case. Just in case. I just well, I was going, well, I was also going to, as I said this uh, earlier, uh, off mic, this Slay Queen drag brunch in WeHo. So I was like, Ooh, oh, you're going to get pinched. I'm going to get pinched. <laughs> this, is, this is drunk world. I don't know. I feel like if somebody pinched me, I would just well, that's lose what, it on them. I mean, that's what I'm like. Okay, it's fine if you're your you're kid. You want to do that in like a classroom. Kids need thi- kids need these kind of holidays to like look forward to to break up things because they can't create their own things because they're, ki- they're not in yeah. charge of their lives. It's tradition. But if you are, it, I mean, I guess off, I guess office people need that too. No, that's, I but know. No. They do. Because Gary is going to pinch someone. I know, that that's what I'm like. It's like not, and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then, or it's like, you're no fun if you're not wearing the thing. Yeah. And it's like the. <sighs> I don't like the pinch. I mean, I figured I was not going to get pinched, but the fear was so deep that I could. That yeah. I, and I, <laughs> I totally feel you. I totally feel you. <laughs> but I was like, no one's, no grown adult is going to pinch <laughs> they me. Would have, they would have. And people drink so much. Oh, I was just having flashbacks so to like forgetting because again my parents never my parents never like celebrated saint patrick's day uh and just having flashbacks to like or just like forgetting it was that day and then like walking into school and being like my eyes are green my eyes are green <laughs> like, that old that old trick <laughs> you can't pinch me i'm always wearing green whoa that is an old trick and you would did it did you avoid the pinch i mean no it was usually those are usually like a retroactive you yeah, already yeah. got pinched and then you turn around and you're like ah! damn <laughs> take it back <laughs> part of a huge draw of moving to the west coast for me was chicago is the worst place on earth for st patrick's day i mean it's up there with your boston's your phillies just these like imagine e- ireland ireland <laughs> itself i mean at least I you're getting like, the fresh I guinness why. I, think, I don't know why I feel like Ireland is like <laughs> so fine and probably like well, everyone's getting along. Well, I feel like there's actually like a contingent of like 
probably like and I'm I feel like we have listeners in Ireland. Let us know if this yes. is all bullshit or not. But I feel like in Ireland there's like traditional parades, yeah, grandmas true. going to mass, and then of course you, you know getting drunk at the pub on the on yeah. the night having a fresh Guinness. But like, oh god, in Chicago it's just like the broiest bros who it's just like white nationalist day, and everyone's just like super stoked to like piss on the train and just like just kind of be horrible it's like a real and it's chirish they call each other that those of the chirish and going to like a super catholic school growing up like which is mainly like irish and italian people like it was like such a big deal my mom would make fucking nasty ass whatever what's that what's corn that beef. Corn, corn beef and hash because she felt bad for me and i was like i don't like this i don't <laughs> like any of this tradition i don't really like the thi- like I don't like the it's not my favorite aesthetic holiday either I like the clovers but like Scott bartended and he was just like yeah you know who I didn't see out today any Irish people like, that's <laughs> not who's like doing this yeah no it's just like people that want to get as drunk as possible yeah I mean if St. Patrick's Day is your thing Good for Sorry. you. But Sorry. I just Enjoy like, your dropkick Murphys. Oh, my God. <laughs> In private. Yes. <laughs> Not out. There was someone playing, when we were hosting yeah. the mic, there was someone playing dropkick Murphys on the jukebox like two weeks before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I was like, fuck you. No, 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 no. You get one day. I was going to, well, now that I'm thinking about it, St. Patrick's Day isn't really a holiday you see like in advance, typically. Like Valentine's Day, you, you're like, it's coming up, the candy's out, and like, the decorations are here and like I feel like other stuff gets like people get it really excited and I feel like St. Patrick's Day comes and goes and like well you have to prepare for the other holidays I feel like that's the thing true St. Patrick's Day you have to get gifts or you have to like make plans true St. Patrick's you just like show up that day and like look you're like fuck do I have green in here (laughs) in this in this closet my eyes they've seen the glory of the coming of the Lord (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh goodness well speaking of coming coming <laughs> hell yeah speaking of fuck <laughs> yeah elevate your cums mm. <laughs> elevate your cums baby oh, man. uh speaking of coming um <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs> uh no today we're talking about crystals yeah we're just having a crystal chat um you guys have mentioned here and there uh about just like talking about like woo-woo stuff of like tarot cards and crystals and just like you know things of our astro friendly realmy nature and obviously crystals can play a part with your astrological signs and placements so we're just we're talking rocks i feel like we have to be kind of careful with this topic because um crystals have like a long history crystal healing is a thing people Mm -hmm. like do this for a living and i don't i feel like i'm a little out of my depth in that um so i did do some research about like the history of it also a lot of the stuff that we talk about with crystals has like religious connotations Mm -hmm. or um you know very specific to certain like ethnic groups or ancient groups of people so i just want to make sure that people know that we're not experts and if we say something that is wrong or something that you have more information about please let us know yeah and also it's uh it's obviously nothing new um just like with just like with astrology again i think with what conversations we've had on the pod and with courtney perkins and with like internet culture people is like a lot of these things are rooted in like a deeper tradition of what than what we're seeing on the internet in bulk now. So I, I think what you're saying yeah. is a good point to remember of like, by the way, this is like 
not just like frivolous or like whatever. Like we're just here. I just picked up some crystals at Urban Outfitters, yeah. which I'm not wouldn't be surprised if they don't sell oh, them there yet. They, <laughs> they do. There. I also think that um, sometimes when I listen to stuff like this about my sign, I have this very uh, like strong desire to like go out and buy a bunch of shit and i don't um, want people to think yeah. that that's what we're doing like uh, or that like you need that like you're fine whatever however whatever you have or don't have is fine however it, you practice your stuff totally i mean i think the thing with crystals too um uh, I was listening to, I wrote it down. What was it? A po- it was like the self-service podcast um, with Jericho. God damn, I can't read right now. Jericho Mendeber. And she had uh, the hood witch, Brie Luna on. And that's a good little podcast, short episode, just talking about astrology and crystal things. And I think sh- she brought up a point that I think is really important with crystals. And I think when people are maybe turned off by the idea of accepting crystals into their life or practice, I think there is this idea of like consumerism of like, oh, well, I got to spend all this money and you can go into these stores and see these like $8,000. I mean, I was just in in the desert and saw like this $18,000 citrine mold from Brazil that was absolutely gorgeous. I wanted to sit in it like it looked so cool. But I think me for crystals is like it's so fun to just like it is so much real feel and just so much like of being like what calls to me even if it's like the tiniest little piece of something which can be two or three dollars sometimes and also sometimes I've gone and not gotten anything because there's like uh, no stone spoke to me or sometimes I go and I'm like oh actually I think this would be a really good gift for my mom or I think this would be a really good gift for my friend or or maybe it's not for me so I think it's not something you have to go and buy a bunch of stuff. Like it's not. Yeah. Or like if we're saying which ones are for your sign, that doesn't mean like if you don't have it, you're a bad Aries or whatever. Yeah. Like, or that you need, or that you should go out and yeah. buy any of it. Cause uh, that is, I, I didn't even think about that today when we're, when I was, you know, brushing up on stuff, but that is a thing. I have a joke about it, um, about just like getting super into crystals, but it is this, it is one of those things that you really can, um, like get into a consumerism kind of tailspin mm-hmm. of of you know being curious about something but then also like feeling like you need to buy this and then also being like well if i do oh this this stone is for this thing i really want to do that like i have i mean what isn't isn't bringing this into my life worth spending this money yeah. on you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like you just get in that thing of like it gets a little sometimes for me i i have this tendency to do anything where it's like the um I don't know, like not desperation, but it is that it's that binary idea. Yeah. Where it's like, if I, if I don't do this, then this won't happen. Like you do, Mm. uh, you tie them to directly to an outcome or whatever. And then it just gets like, Oh, whatever. So I have to take breaks. I feel like from crystals. Yeah. From buying, buying them. Not I actually, um, like what you're saying about a stone speaking to you and stuff. I actually don't feel that I have had a connection with most of the crystals that I've bought. Um, I obviously chose them for a reason, but Mm -hmm. it's usually an aesthetic reason or like the way it looks or feels or something until I bought this one stone that I now carry every day. And I do actually feel like that one. If I don't have it, I feel like uncomfortable. Oh, which it was. I remember you've said it before. The Moldavite. Yeah. But I have multiple pieces, but one specific piece is like the one that I feel like I need to have. Mm-hmm. That's I haven't, I don't know that's super interesting because I'm wondering if that 
only in relation to the to this consumer cycle that I'm thinking of um if that maybe is is intertwined with it where it's like the oh yeah these are the ones I bought because of this thing mm-hmm. uh that right like, not because it doesn't vibe with you or whatever it's not positive or negative or any of that too but it's like oh but these are the ones that are like supercharged also mm-hmm. I do like I brought a bunch of them a lot of them are ones that people have given to me and some of them are just ones that I've picked but the one piece of Moldavite that I did get that I do feel really connected to is from that um the bead store that you told me about mm-hmm. and the way that she the woman who I don't know if they own it but it's like a couple yeah. there and um she talks about it as a collection Instead of like, yes, of course, like certain stones represent certain things, but she thinks of it more as like, you're a collector. You collect these like kind of oh, stones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think of it as, I mean, I, and I think also moving um, had me collecting things really differently. The only things I collect, like, I think three things and maybe something else will come up, but I definitely collect mugs, coffee mugs, buttons, pinback buttons, and crystals. It's like, but they're also like, they're like a stamp collection to me like i do feel like there is so some too. like yeah. because they're for the most part little mm-hmm. and they're different colors it's like uh it's like crazy bones it's just like oh i like there and but that's also doesn't that go with like building an altar right like you do want different properties or different looks or different th- vibes to like go into your your little piece yeah. or space or what have you. I started have doing crystals as my new kind of like souvenir from places that, mm, that I yeah. go to. I try to get one wherever I'm at. Usually if there's some kind of stone that's like associated with, with the, the place, place. Yeah. Yeah. I try to get that too. But even then just like, um, I think I talked about on here that crystal shop in Portugal that I went to that was like the coolest place I've ever been in my life. Um, but even just being like, oh, what headspace am I in here? And like, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I got this in Portugal. And I remember what I was feeling about that. Like why I wanted this, mm-hmm. this stone. Um, and like, then it's like, oh, yeah, that cool. That has that. It's even still. I know, you know, we can talk a little bit about charging and clearing and, and all of those kinds of things. But I feel like even if you charge it or clear yeah. it, it still has like. An, I don't know an essence to it somehow of like how you how you got it or mm-hmm. something there's like the meta the, or like the micro kind of like uh implications which come from what you've you know uh charged it with but then there's the you know big mm-hmm. yeah I think that's true I usually remember mostly where I got most of my stones some of them I don't know but I think most of them I do I also get a lot of people give them to me. I was just saying, I remember which ones were given to me. Like I'm looking around and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, that's from Shelby and that's from this. But like the ones that I just like got it, like insert like off this highway X, you know, shop number one, like they do start to blur together. But also, I mean, that's like, like, but I don't feel like weird about it. Like I'm like, okay, that's like, that's fine. I, the other collection I just remembered just because what you're saying is similar to me is my tattoos like oh, i'm yeah. like oh wait i definitely remember where i was from all these places even if i don't necessarily remember where i was so it's cute to kind of think i guess of them too as kind of like keeping time or something or mm-hmm. like keeping like these kind of like little like like trips are important usually from like yeah seeing something new or experiencing something new or same with like a friendship thing like there's some reason they're probably giving to you or maybe it's just for the sake of friendship but I, I never yeah. thought of them as little like my literally milestones 
uh, stones. Get it? Also, yeah. if, also, if you don't know what, if you're like brand new, crystals are uh, Webster's definition: uh, the liquid formation of rock shit under the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're compounds. Oh, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's science. It's like you've we've studied. You've we've looked at this shit when we were kids in science class. This isn't like this is just kind of like researching like the language of crystals because I wanted to know like what is it and I was like oh yeah we learned about crystallization in like fifth grade science Mm -hmm. so it's just like this it's cool to see these things return back in adulthood but from this more spiritual sort of way but also again with astrology combining this weird like is it science well it is but also we can apply these woo-woo uh spiritual things to things that actually concrete exist one mm-hmm. of the um, historical things that I found information on crystalage.com was talking about talismans versus amulets, which talismans are like the stone you carry. Amulet <coughs> usually is a bracelet. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that they found talismans dating back 60,000 years and amulets at 30, Whoa. which is a really ancient history of... Um, having these stones, carrying these stones, using these stones, different cultures use them in different ways. Um, Christianity like banned amulets, uh, but then they, um, they liked the stone sapphire and I believe amber, Mm -hmm. no agate, um, the ancient Egyptians, as we know, used a lot of like turquoise emerald, lapis lazuli um ancient greeks actually named a lot of the stones Mm. uh quartz the word crystal means ice in greece and quartz was thought to be water that had frozen so hard that it would never melt whoa yeah i mean i could see that yeah a bunch of them have like names amethyst means not drunk it was supposed to like Mm. uh keep you from hangovers and getting drunk uh hematite blood yeah and Uh. yeah a lot of them a lot of uh chinese and mexican cult ancient mexican and ancient chinese cultures use jade yes i mean why wouldn't you like when it's like you see these things and you're like even if you're like maybe like okay i don't think this like citrine is literally gonna make me like get all this abundance but like isn't it just look cool? Like it looks like it has some kind of like power or enhancement or just some kind of vibe or energy. I know these are like wishy washy terms, but like just look at the damn thing. Well, I think I just thought of this right now. Um, I think there's something, and I wonder. I don't know enough about like the scientific processes behind how each crystal is formed, but I would imagine that there is a correlation between the properties that we imbue with them like citrine is for positivity I do and not that believe that, that there is but i mean i i believe i wonder if there is a correlation with the way that they are formed like this the physical processes mm. i would venture a guess at no because like when i was researching the history um one of the things that was talked about on the page i was looking at was green stones and malachite specifically because malachite has been mined for like more than 4,000 since 4,000 BC um, that those started to signify the heart and 
they would bury people with the with the green stones in order to like protect their heart in the tombs and stuff. Whoa! In Mexico and in um, Egypt, and so I think that like I don't think that they knew how the um, stones were created at that time. Yeah, I think that it's more based in possibly like in chakra medicine or in something mm. else that is. Yeah. More religious. Possibly. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if there is, if that is the, not, th- not even that they knew it, but if there is some like on, that's how they knew, like the reason it's aligned with that chakra and that color, like in a chicken egg kind of way. I thing. see. Do you know what I mean? Of, like, like quartz is clarifying because yes, it's, and it, yeah. because it's clear, like because they, it's clear, and but they, it's or clear they f- because it, yeah, yeah exactly. And the, or like the idea again of like le- having a stone, like call to you or whatever. It's the like, Oh, is it this color because of that? Or is it that because it's this color and, mm-hmm. that, and the, well, and I think the colors do typically, you oh, know, yeah. correlate to like whatever, oh. like the pinkies and the whatevers are love and self, self uh, acceptance and all that sort of stuff. All of this to say, I think on the idea, and I don't know, I would imagine if you're listening to this, you probably are on board with crystals. But if you're a, <laughs> if you're someone that has trouble, um, you know, kind of what Stevie was saying is like, oh, you get this stone and then you're going to get money, the net, whatever. It's right. like, I think regardless of whether or not you you believe in each kind of different role for each crystal. I think like holding something in your, having something in your person that the earth created in this wild process that like normally makes dirt, but then all of a sudden made this like beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I think that if we are just even in touch with that kind of thing that it's like, Oh, you're in the presence of something um, like strange and miraculous and beautiful and whatever that makes you kind of feel and tap into that's a I think nothing but uh, I don't want to say like positive outcomes but I think that that is that is as meaningful as anything as a, a scribe if, if a blue uh, you know lapis makes you feel just like you're part of a universe then that's cool. even if it's normally for this or that you know um yeah just kind of that it's like at the very least even if they don't work or whatever it's like you're appreciating beauty Mm -hmm. well it's like telling someone not to wear their wedding ring because it's just it doesn't mean anything yeah (laughs) you know it's like oh okay well it doesn't mean anything to you but yeah to Mm -hmm. me it's my wedding ring yeah well i think there's some value in like the and we've talked about before with like earthing right Mm -hmm. like oh like we never really get to touch like natural stuff in a day we're like so covered in like plastic and blue light and just grime and nastiness so like i think there is something and again like the, the, the what you said about like oh if this works or not like kind of going into like if you're on the fence crystal person is that reminds me so much of the argument with astrology where it's like oh well oh, susan miller said i should be getting a raise next week and it's like yeah, she's gonna get that right for every every Pisces is getting a raise oh, next week oh, or every so it's day. Like, do you deserve a yeah, raise? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, attitude. Or, exactly. But it's that's like, the you, it's yes. a relying on the like you're relying on it so much, but not like also putting in. I think the stones also need your energy too. Yes. Like they can't do it without you. You can't like say, "Here's my self love stone, gonna put it on my heart," and like still be thinking like negative thought. Like you have to try with it, and I think that's the same with astrology. It's like. If you're going to learn about your placements and transits and all this, it's like you got to like give it some kind of it's like singing to your plants. Like you like you got to give it some love and tenderness because I mean, that just goes in, I guess, like the power of positive 
you know, thinking or PMA, positive mental attitude of like, you know, glass half full kind of shit, which can sound also, again, like woo woo central. But I think, too, I mean, like I this is reckless, but I have been doing Reiki on my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to do Reiki at all, but I've just been like light Googling it and trying it. And uh, he loves it. He loves it. That's like, awesome. He like comes. He he doesn't like come to me for it, but he'll be sitting at my feet and I'll like start doing it. And then that's so he'll cool. come sit on the couch next to me and like kind of snuggle up. And it's just cool. Like, I think it doesn't matter if I know how to do Reiki. I mean, it doesn't matter if you know how to do Reiki. And like <laughs> if you're a person and you're paying for Reiki, the person should know what they're doing. <laughs> but like if you're just like sending out good vibes to your dog it doesn't hurt and so mm. i think the same thing is with with it lighting a candle or you know holding a crystal or whatever practices that you do mm-hmm. well and to like you can get into more ritualistic things with your crystals um the hood witch brie luna talked about like you know certain stones uh i can't remember which one she said but like certain stones like beg to be put in like this corner of the home something should be put in your wallet something should be put over here so i think that is like i never really subscribe like done that before because i've always just kind of put them where i thought they naturally made sense in my home but now i am curious to see if that goes with if it goes with it or if they just ended up there too i'm like uh because like i have definitely like rearranged being like "Mm, these two can't be next to each other like. i put them in certain areas too based on on their properties or or stuff that i look up yeah but I also like uh i'm very conscious if it's like next to a picture of someone or yes. something i'm very like make sure like what kind of energy that brings to yeah i i'm well it's the altar. it's like the yeah. little it's a little altar things like there's some things i can't i have this moonstone near moonstones have like fucked me up like First of all, I had one near my bed, a little pyramid that was on a mirror. And I think it was amplified because it was on this mirror where I was just having like so many nightmares, like all the time. Finally switched it out with some selenite. We're all good, fam. Um, And I swear to God, I have this beautiful moonstone ring sitting in one of my drawers. I like crystal. I don't I don't think I can gift it to anybody because I got pregnant on that moonstone. Like, I think it like seriously blasted through my IUD. Just it's like my like cancer placements and this moonstone just like working in a full gestation mode (laughs) where i was like and when i bought it i had that fear which is odd and then i wore it and yeah so now it's like this cursed pregnant ring is like sitting in a drawer and i don't but i feel like it wouldn't get everybody pregnant again i'm also saying a ring got me pregnant so cursed i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) i also if you don't want it you can bury it or you can do something with it i need to do something i don't think you should pass it on to someone with that in mind no yeah. i mean not like even intentionally or not even if you were just trying to get rid of it having that thought it's like that's yeah. a weird gift to give someone no i could never gift it i mean unless someone like is like <laughs> i'm not gonna say ne- it in need of in need, in need of fertility in need of fertility help or i mean again this is those things like if you're having um issues in an area of your life yeah, like I what I was saying, yeah, you could go into a shop and feel around or you can really look up the properties of what what these things are known for helping with. And Moonstone is really good for, for fertility. For fertility. Uh, I know it best. So <laughs> but I do want to uh, I think I want to I should bury that. Yeah. It's, you know what the thing is? It's so pretty. 
It's so, f- it's like such a gorgeous, it's like a moon. Put it in a plant, like just the ring part Ooh. and let it like just sparkle out it. in the dust. Just That's a good idea. Just hold on to it until you're ready for it to, I mean, not necessarily like, again, for fertility purposes, but yeah. maybe there will be, maybe it, you're not meant to get rid of it because you are going to want it, that well, energy there at is, some point. There is some weird like tiredness to it. But I, mean, I like this idea of it in a plant. to your mom too is like another watch her old ass gets pregnant she's not gonna get pregnant <laughs> it doesn't work that hard <laughs> she, but you know that's a very fertility and that whole cycle and everything that's mm-hmm. part of you know cue like six months later my mom's calling the what's your sauna height line being like, like yeah i got knocked up by these bitches <laughs> um but i have a what okay this is what i've after like looking up crystals again i have this is my like hypothesis theory. I don't think there's a crystal for each sign. I'm going to like. Oh, I don't think there is either. Oh, there's okay. a lot of different um, ones on a lot of different. Because oh, yeah. of course say. you can look up art. There's tons of articles. There's tons of like Aries is obviously all these red ones. And like, you know, it depends on what it is. I just thought that there was just there was so much crossover. So many stones are so good for so many different things. I really for me, I re- I made a little list of just a few stones that were good for the body part ruler of the sign, which I think isn't necessarily even like maybe about the sign itself. But I thought if anything that maybe made more sense to me, like connecting them together than just being like, well, if you're an Aries, you're obviously this. Um, But that was like, I was surprised I had that takeaway. I was convinced there was going to be like, no, this is the obvious stone for this sign. I don't think there is. I also um, like, I made like that little list that I sent you. Mm -hmm. and those like a lot of them overlapped and I tried to not put I think two of them overlap in the whole thing but I tried to not put multiple ones that overlapped on it Mm -hmm. because I wanted to have a variety but I also think that um some of them it's it kind of depends on like the practitioner or the writer of the article Mm -hmm. because some of them it was like this is a great stone for selfishness and I'm and then it's like giving it to Aries because that's like what Aries represents yeah uh, but it's like you don't want them to have that because they already have that yeah, like they don't need to so tap right. into they that more yeah, like, like you might it's it's an interesting thing where you might want to find a different stone that balances that out for you mm. if you are too much of a selfish person um and so I noticed I noticed some things like that the list that I made obviously um was just I took from various people's recommendations Mm -hmm. the properties and was like these are the three that i think um could be for you could be good for your and also they were like birthstones and yes you know stuff like that i found a website called aurashop.com and i had never seen it list these like you know like i you know there's lists all over that's like you know crystal based on your sign right um, whatever but they and they did it kind of sign by sign but they also did they divided them also into like yin stones and yang stones Uh which i thought was cool because of kind of what you're saying lisa is that it's like oh yeah if we're just going off the properties that are based like the descriptive properties then yeah it's this stone but sometimes you want a different flavor of that those properties it's like the Mm -hmm. uh you know not being selfless not self like calming those things right um i what i want to do and uh if you guys want to do this too obviously do it um i want to make like a crystal natal chart because i was thinking about that like this yin yang of like the oh like 
okay, Scorpio is this, but what about like Scorpio Mars? That's a different stone than just um, like Scorpio traits. Mm-hmm. And then kind of having that as the thing to kind of go back to is when you want to draw on your own. You should do it like on the beach with the yeah. things and then draw the lines and like make your chart. Yes. Ooh, like a stop motion. It could cool. even be like stop motioning of like it like drawing and connecting. I mean, that is cool. And then you just have like, oh, I need, uh, I like, if a transit's happening uh, over one of those things, you have that stone to like keep on you. Or if you just are like, oh, this is a part of me that I want to like work on or heal or mm-hmm. wherever it is, then you'd have your own, you know, association. So if, whatever. Just an idea. <laughs> what are, what is everyone's favorites before we get into ones for your sign? Mm. Well, I mentioned it before. I think it's just my go-to gal. The Coca-Cola of the crystals for me is citrine. I love citrine. I like, it's one of like the first beautiful pendants I bought. I just bought some beautiful, this, this was my first time buying earrings. I'm like, which was a new, usually I have like crystals just like free floating around. Then sometimes I like rings, um, but then I do get sick of the rings because I feel like I need something different here and there. But these earrings, they're heavy. They're full of rocks. And I just like citrine's like abundance. It's, I also like that it's like sounds like citrus. Like it, it looks what's it looks how it sounds or it sounds how it looks. And it's just like about like getting shit done. I, I was told like at a young age to keep it on your desk too for like mm-hmm. finishing work, which I have trouble with my like Tori's Aries <laughs> Aries like combo. So I love a citrine. Uh I have this black Apache Tears too, it's called, or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. just like that it's just like a I don't know what it is. I don't even like use it. But I just like that it's in my arsenal. <laughs> I'm like, this just one, this just feels like it's loaded with like magic. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful stone for me. The black Apache mm-hmm. tier. Yeah, I I had never saw it until I was in some like bumblefuck like New Mexico stand, and I was like, this is like I, I think it was also mentioned. It's like found in like no places of the earth, and I was like, huh, this is tight. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorites are. Um, I like malachite. Hell yeah. Um, I like amethyst. Oh yeah, classic. And I love Larimar. I was that's on my list oh. of ones to get. What is I Larimar? love it. I got it at that same shop. Larimar is. They it's didn't also even called. Have any when I went. It. I was not planning on it. It was one of those ones that just spoke to me, and I was like, I know I have to get this. I have to get this. And um, my dear friend has it. I gave that piece to her um, and it's also called like Atlantis stone. Um, oh, I see it. And it's just like beautiful. It looks like the ocean. It's so calming. It has such just like a um, very right now we're in, you know, in this Neptune conjunct Mercury and Pisces mm-hmm. still, and it's very Neptunian. I feel like it's like, cause I mean, it's Atlantis like underwater, yeah you know civilization but it's just like really um i love it i see i see a desert rose in there oh yeah i was looking for the apache tears but i couldn't find it Mm. what Um, are yours i i like malachite selenite i like all of them i love emerald um Mm -hmm. moldavite i have this raw ruby that i i don't know i like all the ones i have that are raw yeah, I hate it. The tumbled ones, I just don't feel as much. I yeah, them. I hate that I don't feel as much for them. I because li- I love them. Uh, but. The, the raws are a little more fun. Uh, oh wait, I had to look up a name of one because I couldn't remember. 
I love, and I have one that looks just like this in my bedroom, the Celestite, like that raw, I love when they come in that like raw egg. Oh, the geode, yeah, baby. The geode raw egg. The Celestite, I always, I'm always drawn to those light, light baby blue. Uh, there's like another one called like Angel something. Angel Light. Like, I love an Angel Just those like real, like, they're, they're the, those are stones that are like, shh, it's time to calm down. And it's like, okay. Like, I just like, they're like, they're my little chillers. Mm-hmm. I think I'm drawn to the greens mm. and carnelian. I don't know. I like them all. It's really tough yeah. to pick faves. Do you, is there um, a a color group that you are decidedly not drawn to? Reds. Uh, yeah, I was going to say reds, but the peppered, like the kind of like pepper, uh, like jaspers. Yeah. Like I like never fuck with jaspers. Ooh, I love jasper. I got hella jaspers. Um, I these are like our Pokemon. Cards. I love. I mean, I like organizing everything by color, and so I have all of my like mm-hmm. crystals by color. Um, but I, and in doing that, I'm like, oh, I have no like yellow. Oh, really? Uh, I love the yellow, but there are not as many yellow stones. I the only ones I know are goldstone. Obviously, topaz is like kind of yellow. Amber, which is like supposed to be super strong. Um, there are variations of Jasper that are yellow too. I think I have one in here. There's like calcites and calcite yellow. Yeah. Appetite. This, when you see this yellow, you're going to love it. I have, I love it, but that's why I'm like, Oh, that's like be mustardy a- yellow. Oh, yeah. oh I yeah. have a yellow Jasper. Yeah. I have. Yeah. This, the, I just, I just brought up my, we're doing show and tell today. Uh, it's really fun, <laughs> but I got a pink halite, which I've never gotten before. Oh, cool. But I, I, I picked one up and it was, this one's like really white, uh, this of this light pink. And I just had that like, fuck it. I want a pink one too. So then I got like a little, but it's still like the lightest pink. Oh, they come cute. in a little bit of a darker pink, but this one was like, of course, like the light pink was like self-love, like calming. It's like. Again, the colors, I feel like the jaspery blow ones are all like, go get that shit. And it's like, and well, these ones are like, no, chill. And thinking about when I got a large p- portion of crystals was when I was going through a breakup. And so yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, of course I have a bunch of green and pink stones, <laughs> you know. Uh, and then, you know, darker grief stones and whatever. But I like, have any pink ones. I mean, I have a couple of rose quartz. Mm, rose rose quartz uh uh the hood witch was saying on that self-service podcast because she asked what is a good stone to start with which i thought was an interesting question because i I can't remember what my first like i don't remember what like my first stone was because i feel like i just kind of i do remember oh what what was it mine was like a quartz set little like Mm. box of quartz different ones oh a variety pack Mm -hmm. (laughs) like little hot sauce sample it was like super cheap too you know what i think i've always had i've always like uh rocked like the hippie aesthetic so i always had like crystally rings Mm -hmm. and things not really knowing that they were like specific things or or had properties but she mentioned like just your classic rose quartz is like a now that like again start with whatever you want to start with but that one is really about since it's that classic pink rock it's just about like love and you and love can be either finding love with other people or finding love in yourself and it's like a good place to maybe start with your crystal practice mm-hmm. i always lo- i also love the this peridot mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah cute i drank crystal water for the first time actually when i bought these pink halites they offered me like a a glass oh, the, yeah that's and then cool. i was like what crystals you got in there and the lady just pointed at it and it was like Every type of crystal was in, it was like a huge like mega vat. I mean, this place was yeah. like a next level. They just had the they just had those rocks that were like 
multiple thousands yeah. of dollars. In Ojai, they had them, the crystal water in like the coffee shops, like the oh, really? uh, self-serve water, you know? Whoa. Yeah, that's weird. Dude. That is so cool. It was cute. Well, I know we said that there aren't, isn't one for every sign, but there are still ones. There's stones that are associated with each sign. There's stones that can go with the the themes of each zodiac character. Yeah. And I thought kind of I guess kind of like the natal chart thing and the yin and yang and all of it where it's like I think that there's different ways to associate them with your with your signs or different kind of uses where uh you know kind of with this color thing too if there's maybe you don't have there's an element lacking in your chart that you want to um, you know that energy you want to play with maybe there is too much of something that you want to either tap into or you want to tamp down a little mm-hmm. um, so I think just like thinking of them as they're like general things and these aren't just because yeah just because you're a Pisces doesn't mean you can't use Aries stones or Taurus stones or whatever like they're right. all of these are are available for everybody and can have a use no matter what you're sign and they all overlap like so many of them overlap each other Mm -hmm. and i think that's interesting to say of like do you really need a stone to make you more cancerian if you're like or maybe do you want to get a capricorn something that's your polarity and balance it out like um gabby herstick who um talks about some of this in her book inner witch friend of the pod gabby herstick um but she also on some of her like new moon and full moon rituals um will talk about stones that you can use but she'll also say like oh if you can't buy it like print out a picture of it or draw Ooh. something of it, whatever it is that I think that uh, it's also a reminder that these are kind of like you can meditate on it. You don't have to actually have the stone if you don't have money, if that's not, if this isn't accessible to you, don't feel like that energy is not still absolute. You're entitled to that. So however it is that you want to do it, I think that's the most important part of all of it is the, it's, you it's know, accessible. Your, it's your intention. It's your intention, and it's the the themes. It's not the stone itself necessarily. If that's not something that's you know available to you. Also, if this is available to you, go out and look for stones. They are uh, they're in the natural world. If I mean they're in specific places, but yeah, be careful though. Be careful. <laughs> I know people that like go in mines and stuff. Oh, Just be I, careful. Oh, I didn't even mean don't go in mine. <laughs> Never go in a mine. You just meant like see if you see like a rose quartz in the gutter somewhere. Just- <laughs> You can you snatch know, you, it up. You might flip over a rock and be like, "Oh, that's actually a cool snake." <laughs> a serpentine. All I know is you got to suck the poison out or, and have someone pee on it. <laughs> also, don't do that. Don't please. have anyone pee on please. your snake bite. That doesn't work. That's please, jellyfish. Yes, exactly. Eat a pickle. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's go through some. Yeah. Um, do you want to start, Lisa? Uh, Aries, I chose Bloodstone, Aquamarine, and Adventuring. Oh, hell yeah. Are we all going um, together? This uh, Aura Shop list, I'm going to oh, yeah, kind yeah. of go for them. Um, for Aries, they say for the yin energy, they recommend a diamond, uh, helping you become more considerate of others' feelings and enhances your generosity and ability to empathize. April, Aries, it's your birthstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also... Not <laughs> random fact. Diamonds. I didn't know this. Are the hardest substance on earth. You didn't know. Yeah, that? you didn't know that. No. Um, I mean, I knew they were like tough, but not the the hardest. Yeah. Uh, and isn't that more? Isn't there nothing more Aries? Are than they that? harder than that dick though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she hard. Um, and then if you want to tap into some Yang energy, uh, they recommend Ruby. 
Um, this is, you know, drive to success and also can be used to cautiously bring bottled up feelings to the surface. Mm. Um, Do you love it? For, for each sign I have like your, as we know, there's physical rulers. So Aries is the head, brain and eyes. And so I think if you're maybe having trouble concentrating or your mind, classic fluorite, you know, throw her in there. There is going to be a lot of crossover with these stones because, again, they're good for all sorts of different things. But specifically, maybe if you're having the physical ailments associated with Aries things, uh, check out fluorite. Fluorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. For headaches. Too. Um, mm-hmm. I, for, I didn't say why I chose them, but bloodstone is to ground negative energy. Aquamarine is a courage and calming stone. And adventuring is about perception. All things I think Aries could benefit from. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. Taurus. Um, I chose emerald, mm. carnelian, and chrysoprase. Loves. I chose them because I have them all and because I like them all. Aura <laughs> <laughs> um, Shop recommends Emerald for Taurus. Uh, yes. For yin energy because it helps you. Uh, I mean, it's a good one for, for love, but also, I mean, mo- you know, money, luck, abundance, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. But also. Um, and St. Patrick's Day. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but also can uh, help you with uh, acceptance. Ah, Carnelian yeah. also um, is a motivation stone, which I think is good for Taurus. Yes. Um, it also says that it can help overcome abuse. Oh. So that's kind of cute. Wait, wh- wait which one was that? Carnelian. Carnelian? Okay, we got it. Um, and then Chrysoprase, I chose um, because it's love, abundance, and prosperity, and that seemed like Taurus. Mm-hmm. It also says depression helping to heal depression and anxiety yes nice you know as we know Taurus throat neck the vocal things um weirdly i don't own this stone and i feel like we mentioned it a lot of times already on this the lapis lazuli am i saying that correct mm-hmm. yeah. um self-expression just getting it you know putting to putting those vocal cords into motion saying what you want um i'm so really surprised i don't have this stone because i feel like it's a classic well you, maybe you maybe don't, it's maybe you don't, it's coming from me or yeah you don't have trouble with that damn yeah damn you know um <laughs> gemini i one of them i chose for gemini was peridot peridot i don't know how to say it but when i typed in peridot healing properties it was what came up was period blood healing properties. <laughs> that's my search that's how you know what i search all the time um that's so funny <laughs> This is a stone of balancing emotions and mind, which I think would be really good for Gemini. I also chose um, blue lace agate because it's um, about correctly communicating, which I feel like Gemini are already good at, but sometimes they might foot and mouth it. Mm -hmm. And then howlite, um, which is another emotional expression. um, Also getting rid of tension and stress, which I feel like Gemini's can be high strung a little bit. Mm-hmm. That is the same ones that this aura shop did for both. They did a, although they did a, they they also recommend um, a tourmaline for for balancing, you know, and also uh, helps promote your your desire to be of service. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Well, Gemini is all the arms, lungs, hands, nervous system. Um, 
Our good friend Malachite might be good for you if you're having issues with any of those things. Uh, it is a stone to be known as the clearer of all chakras. So I think that's kind of fitting for the whole nervous system. It controls yeah. a lot of different things. So that might be good if you're like, fuck, I need a total reset. Uh, might be a stone for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cancer. Cancer. I chose rose quartz. Um you got to find that inner peace, girl. <laughs> uh, selenite, um, because it's about spiritual growth and obviously moonstone because um, the moon and uh, I don't know. Fertility, I guess, is like a cancer thing. Yeah. Um, Aura Shop recommends pearl for mm. um, yin energy. It nurtures and protects your kind and sympathetic tendencies uh also helps you to uh let go of the past and move forward uh and then moonstone for that yang energy helps you harness your intuition and uh it can also help you to um soothe your mood swings oh uh cancer you know you're all about those breasts those chests those stomachs so uh, one of the stones I saw recommended for those body parts was amber. Um, it's supposed to be a digestion uh, helper and balancer and absorber in general. So I think uh, if anything's feeling funky in those spots, get some amber. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Leo's. I chose labradorite. Um, this is strength and perseverance. Um, it also says it grounds spiritual energy, which I feel like Maybe Leo can get in their head sometimes mm-hmm. um, because they want so much attention or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's it. <laughs> but they give themselves the attention and it's not always um, positive. So maybe the Labradorite will help with that. Uh, pyrite. Yes. Although I picked Tiger's Eye, the gold-like shiny things. But um, Pyrite is shielding you from negative energy. And Tiger's Eye is... Um, Focus of the mind, mental clarity. Oh, yeah. That's what Aura Shop recommends for the yang energy. Um, also enhances courage and uh, gives you like a good sense of uh, adventure and all of that. Uh, and then for the yin energy, they say ruby. Uh, this is a very noble stone and can also uh, help with your economic status. Mm. Well, you'll love that, won't mm-hmm. you? Leo is the heart, the spine, spinal column, your back, upper back. Um, and one of the stones I saw recommended would be a smoky quartz. Um, it's a grounder. It's a rebuilder. It's, it's. I mean, I think those body parts are all like the core of who we are in a lot of ways. So if you're feeling that your core is a little funky, a smoky quartz can go a long way. All right, Virgo. Virgo. I chose jade um because it's nurturing but also wisdom and tranquility which i think is a good representation i chose amethyst um because it often helps with physical ailments um and i think virgos can stress themselves to the point of physical ailment uh and jasper the stability and strength stone hell yeah um this one says uh, for yin energy, uh, peridot, peridot. Uh, this helps you release hurt feelings due to tendency to be too critical of yourself. Um, this also helps uh, uh, in letting go of bad habits and promotes success in love. Uh, for yang energy, they recommend onyx. Uh, it helps you uh, helps 
you balance your tendency towards perfectionism, perhaps. Uh, but it also represents, you know, truth and virtuous conduct that is part of your your being. Um, I also love that they also recommended just like another one, which is a stone I love, which is Chrysocolla, um, which is this stone of female friendships. What? Um, goddess energy. Chrysocolla. Uh, Chrysocolla. Um, no, I love it. It's a beautiful like that to me is a very Virgo stone of just like, you know, nurturing and but also like abundance and generosity, not to gender a crystal, but <laughs> yeah. making it just that. But, it, it you know, that's the the associations but it is about it's about just divine you know friendship and abundance and love and and acceptance and all of those things oh that's cool uh, which might not seem virgo-y but i think are I think because it it's that, i think so you know that green that um what's the word like the earth mother earth, sort yeah of right. exactly i was yeah. like the you know growing mm-hmm. nurturing um, virgos your digestive system intestines and spleen are what you rule um and i I saw this recommended and I thought that was interesting as sodalite for digestive issues. But I think sodalite, I love sodalite. I it was my first pendulum and I think it goes along with these other anxiety Virgo things that we kind of just naturally brought up about just like um, not just being all about the facts or all about your gut. It's like actually it's using like intuition and facts to like find the best answer. And it's like that nice middle that I think um, just might be helpful it's, again, it's like digesting information. Um, so there you go, Bergs. Hell right. yeah. Libras. Libra, I chose kyanite. Um, it is an aligner. It also um, can be good for meditation, which I think might be good if you're having trouble making decisions. Um, quartz for clarity and lapis lazuli for self-awareness and self-expression. Beautiful. Um, for the yin energy, Aura Shop recommends opal. This uh, amplifies your inner traits and helps to strengthen creativity. It's also a stone of happiness. Uh, and for yang energy, they recommend sapphire, which promotes cooperation and understanding in your relationships. And it also can help you... Uh, bring dreams and desires to fruition nice libras are uh the rulers of kidneys skin your lower back and your that ass so uh i mean if you don't own a rose rose quartz or jade roller by now like i don't know what like what kind of libra you've been but i think since you're ruled by the skin it's like i think a fun way to use the crystal stones and things of like really like applying that to even like to on on your flesh so Get yourself some rose quartz or jade face rollers. And there's face rollers that come in other stones too, but those are the main popular ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Scorpio. Scorpio. I chose malachite because um, it activates all chakras and is a stone of transformation, which I feel like is big for Scorpios going all deep, transformative. Um, Sodalite is um, about... Saying your feelings, self-esteem, um, being objective, and following your intuition. All Scorpio things, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I also chose Smoky Quartz um, to ground, detox, and neutralize negative vibes. Hell yeah. Um, Aura Shop also rep- recommends Malachite for that yang energy because it helps you in 
like aids your determination and powerful presence. It also helps you understand and release stressful experiences. Um, they recommend topaz for your yin, uh, soothes and calms intensity, as well as any secretive tendencies. And it'll also help you with forgiving and letting go of resentment. Um, I, if you are wanting to tap, if this can be for Scorpio or people who are wanting to maybe tap into some Scorpio energy, I love a labradorite for Scorpio energy because it's very like fire water, um, you know, transformation but also kind of otherworldly and underworldly um too it's about you kind of like tapping into your own kind of personal magic which i feel like is a uh under discussed kind of scorpio thing again it's this mix of elements and things like that that i think is really uh a nice one and then the other one is uh dioptase mm. which i just recently learned is real uh is um associated with persephone Mm. who's like the queen of the underworld and spring yeah which again like that death rebirth kind of like so if you want to tap into some some transformation scorpio energy um i think those are fun ones yeah um as we all know scorpio rules uh the genitals the jennies the the reproductive systems the (laughs) the sexual organs gotta fire up those jennies (laughs) (laughs) uh so why don't you get yourself a little i was i was talking shit earlier i'm taking it all back some red jasper that is all about libido i mean your red stones are gonna are gonna fire fire up that sexual energy maybe keep these uh places where you want to have sex i don't know (laughs) Uh, but if you're if you're trying to manifest some sex uh this might this might help you out red jasper yeah sagittarius I chose bronzite. Um, it is a stone of um, follow through, courage, and um, unprejudiced discernment. I also chose topaz. Um, it's like a recharge, gives energy where energy is needed. And I chose chalcedony. Um, it gives more physical energy to the holder. Hell yeah. Also mm. flexibility. Mm. Hell yeah. Um, they also recommend Topaz for yin energy. It's an excellent companion on your quest for knowledge. Uh, also helps you open, broaden your mind uh, and helps with uh, tapping into spirituality. And they also recommend Turquoise for yang energy. I love a turquoise. Um, this is a protective stone. Helps you um, attune to unseen realms that arouse your curious nature. Uh, also a good a good one to kind of ground you in the present. Uh, keep you from getting too caught up in future plans. Hell yeah. Sagittarians are known for ruling those hips, those thighs, and that liver. Um, so the one, uh, I saw a lot of old people were online Googling how to help their restless leg syndrome. And uh, Amazonite, Amazonite mm-hmm. was like every physical ailment was like, everyone was like, this gotta, gotta get this stuff. But I think it's just like a good... Uh, I mean, our, our, our legs take a lot in a day. We're holding ourselves up. So I think it's like a good, if you're like, no, my leg legs are just physically hurting Amazonite and it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I chose for Capricorn fluorite to neutralize stress tourmaline for 
Um, physical stability, physical, emotional, intellectual, uh, and garnet for immune system, commitment, and energy level. Hell yeah. Or shop agrees. They also say garnet for yin energy. Um, grounding, adding structure, helps to uh, aid your ambitions, and also can assist you in manifesting dreams and goals. Um, they also recommend Onyx for that yang energy, um, providing structure and authority while strengthening your self-confidence and independence, uh, enhances self-control, and uh, helps to balance your serious and disciplined nature. Mm. Capricorns, you're all about the joints, your skeletal system. I can't remember for what sign it was earlier, but you said more of like the mental capacities of halite and halite was recommended for like bone strengthening. And then selenite was actually for like bone, like disease and like illnesses of just like more of like the internal things rather than like the aches and pains. But there was something like, um, like uh like more like personally about the how like that sounded like it was talking about bone pain i remember reading something about it that was it was like the stone of release or something where yeah. it was like you like s- literal scream you might literally scream uh-huh. like how light uh-huh. um and that to me speaks of like that kind of pain or tension. Yeah. It's like, it's like it it does do this like whole painted picture of me with Capricorns of like, just like unclench your jaw, like undrop Mm -hmm. your, drop your shoulders. Like you, you got it. You've been doing a great job all day, but it's time to like unhinge, like let it out. Like, yeah, let loose, uh, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So know? I thought that would like tied in when it, I knew it was coming up. I was like, oh shit, this how like hell yeah, Aquarius. I chose appetite to expand knowledge and truth while easing sorrow, hematite to absorb negative stress or worry, and amber um, for balance, decision making, and patience. Sweet. Uh, Aura Shop recommends Amethyst for Yin. Um, This supports assimilation of new ideas, uh, also promotes calm, peaceful energy, and can support your fixed yet ever-evolving sign. Uh, They also recommend Aquamarine, which provides stability for your spiritual and emotional challenges. It's also a very protective um, stone, and uh, this can also, like, protect you, but also your your groups too that you care about um aquarius is all about ankles and the circulatory system and this one was so funny because it was talking about green adventuring and how it's like just a natural healer kind of stone i think it goes with these aquamarine like color scheme sort of things too but it it mentioned just it's a good stone for when things are annoying you which i feel (laughs) like is like classic aquarius just like dealing with like not only like ankle pains usually are annoying and yes. most of the time aquarians are just annoyed at the world at large so i think that's like a good if you don't want to it's like a let's de-petty ourselves kind of stone green adventuring cute mm-hmm. finally and finally in the pisces. pisces i chose rhodonite the compassion and emotional balancing stone i chose opal um this is a stone of cosmic consciousness and aquamarine again um calming soothing cleansing truth trust and letting go 
Hell yeah. Um, Aura Shop also said Amethyst for yin energy. Um, this helps bridge your everyday reality with the spiritual and ethereal presence that you have. It also bestows some uh, stability and strength for your sensitive emotional boundaries. Uh, they also recommend Moonstone for yang energy. Um, it'll help you uh, apply your intuitive strengths in the real world around you and also helps you relax and release some um, emotional blockage as well. Nice. Pisces, you're all about the feet and the lymphatic system. So we had some recommendation for you for the hematite. Um, it's grounded, foot-friendly stone. It's an absorber of that negative energy. Again, I think it goes a little bit with like that Aquarius. We're at the end. We're at the end of the body. It's like you're soaking in all of like any of the bad vibes from the day. So this will hopefully help you get rid of stress and worry. Hell yeah. So uh, crystals rule. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. And uh Rock on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your You have reached the voicemail box of What's your sign, baby? What's up, y'all? Um, uh, my name is Emma. I'm a Taurus, Pisces moon. We are rising, and my favorite crystals are rose quartz. Just like always throughout my life, I've always been attracted to rose quartz, which makes a lot of sense with my Venusian energy. And then um, I got rainbow fluorite and tourmalized quartz, um, which I have all used all of them for an injury that I had recently that like really messed me up and they've all helped so much in my healing process and just like keeping myself grounded and keeping things like moving um, and keeping the healing going. Um, Thanks y'all for your podcast. I love you so much um and i'm so excited to hear what y'all put out bye hey so this is whitney i'm from austin um and i think i would have to say that my favorite crystal is a moonstone um also i'm an aries so moonstone might be a surprise since we're all aries we're all you know quote-unquote fighters but I love a good moonstone. I love a good lover's stone. So, yeah, that's it. Whitney, Aries, moonstone. Bye.